Welcome back to the podcast. I can't wait to share this conversation I had with Kiyomi. We have talked about such juicy things in this episode. The highlights of this episode and what you'll dive into once you start listening is why you should head towards your fear rather than uh, the light, how to trust yourself and your guidance, breath work that involves your mind, body, and soul connection, what to do when you don't know the way, and learning how to trust yourself. So this conversation was actually recorded when I was still on my travels. I believe I was in Bali when we had recorded this. And just as travels go, the computer breaks, things get delayed, podcast was on hold, and I have just this incredible episode to share with you um, that is going to, that you know, that is released in divine timing. So this is just the time that it's supposed to come out regardless. So Without further ado, let's jump into the conversation. What does your current morning routine look like? Ooh, so I'm living on Bondi Beach at the minute, so very, very grateful for that. So I try and get up. If I know, especially if I know the sunrise is going to be a good one, I will try and get up for sunrise. The sunrise is now at like 20 past six. Um, So go out sunrise, meditate do a bit of journaling then and then I will generally have like my own stuff so my own business stuff in the mornings um so I get like straight to that try and like do check-ins and chat with clients or upload videos upload classes and then I'm into work so I'm working in a physio clinic out here as well um so like into work at like 11 or 12 during the day so it's fairly full on but the morning routine really helps with just feeling set up I would say um, otherwise I would be all over the place which does happen yeah. for sure but oh yeah. I, I yeah I resonate with that hard because like my my morning routine is like not so structured in a way where like I do like the same things every day similarly like sometimes they'll be in like different orders or whatever mm-hmm. but if I don't even if I don't even just take a minute to like check in with myself and just get up and go and running I I'm like chaos yeah (laughs) like I you think that like all morning routines is just like a crock but it literally will set things it like sets the frequency of the whole day for me where it's just like (laughs) yeah okay no I I definitely feel that yeah yeah I'll be all it's grounding it's just like okay yeah actually priority today and stuff so yeah no definitely helps yeah do you have like a favorite meditation or like do you do just silent meditations or yeah, I'll generally, so I've been mixing it up. Um, either I'll go to yoga and then I'll stay. Mm-hmm. I'm always that person at the end of the class that doesn't leave <laughs> because I'm so zen in Shavasana that I'm just like, I'm yeah. just going to stay here. I don't have to be in work till like 11 or 12. So if I go oh. to an early yoga, I'll do that. Or I yeah. breath work recently. So I've been doing like a lot of pranayama and then just moving uh. into meditation. I kind of find that meditation, I definitely need to do something before so that I can actually meditate well yeah that sense. yeah um, it's so, so true I, like getting out of like the body and like a little stretch I'm yeah I yeah. definitely same because then it's just your mind's just like boop, 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 boop. <laughs> so many things yeah yeah it's like what do yeah. I need to do but yeah yeah definitely coming yeah. in coming into the body grounding and then yeah letting myself meditate so that's I, probably, yeah. I love love and kindness I love gratitude meditation to start the day but yeah I've kind of been trying to do more silent trying to like test myself and see can yeah. I actually but it's not that easy yeah yeah right I know it's like a, a work in progress like a couple minutes mm-hmm. here and there yeah I feel that yeah for sure and what would you consider like your biggest or your most recent like expansion moment um so far Ooh, um, I would have said this time last year, probably like getting on the plane to go traveling was like a moment where I was like, okay, you have been prepping for this. You don't know what this is going to hold. Um, I always think to myself now that I think I was leaving behind what I thought was perfect. Like I was leaving behind the life that I like, let's say 20 year old me would have dreamt of you know like it was this perfect like Mm. perfect boyfriend perfect place to live really good relationship with my family my my dream job and then I was like no hang on I'm not gonna expand Mm. I'm not gonna move if I stay still here so like got on the plane and I was on the plane I was like I have no idea what's coming and I was only meant to be in Bali for my yoga teacher training and I ended up what like five months in Bali traveling then traveling and was meant to move to New Zealand ended up in Australia like (gasps) from that point on everything changed but 
that was probably the moment where I was like, okay, I'm like leaving this up to something else. Let's just go on the ride and see what happens. So yeah, yeah was probably that's the big one. And then most recently, I would say like holding space for people. I think yeah. I would have like really, really wanted to do that, but been so fearful of not being good enough or, you know, not being far enough along myself or having so much more work to do myself that I couldn't do it for other people. But actually what I found is like, I am learning so much from doing it for other people and from holding that space that, yeah, I may, like none of us are ever going to end up being perfect or enlightened or anything. But yeah, just, just throwing all of that, like, you know, fear and the limits that you're imposing on yourself out I had a moment when everybody was in breathwork at one of the events and I was standing up looking around the room and I just burst into tears I was like what is going on like uh, how is this actually happening and I because I had to catch myself in that moment and yeah I was like I created this like I have done the hard part I took the risk and finally it kind of fixed that because for so long my friends will tell you for so long it was resistance I just kept meeting resistance so like I'd do something I'd put it out there and I'd be like oh my god why will nothing stick and then yeah. all of a sudden it just like something something so I switched I would say but yeah yeah that kind of inner belief system maybe changed so yeah they're kind of no. like two big ones yeah mm. okay there's already a lot to expand on so the <laughs> <laughs> going a little bit backwards so when you had that moment where you're like, okay, this is have, has to change and I have to get on the plane, like, was it just like a moment where things just kind of flooded in or was it like a buildup of things? Like what made you actually make that decision? And then how did you like organize, how did all that little pieces of work, because if someone is listening right now and they're like, I'm literally there right now, yeah. not liking anything, but I don't know how to take that step. Or how did you even realize that you needed to take that step? Can you talk a little bit about more of that uh, piece? Yeah. So I would say I had a moment of giving myself permission to, do you know the way we say make your younger self proud? And yeah. I had a moment of giving myself permission to not just make my younger self proud but like just make me right now happy so I would say maybe six months before I was like no I'm going mm -hmm. um I was like am I doing this like am I creating mm. this life for the person that like I thought I wanted to be so I was like pushing towards goals because they have been the goals for the last like five six years mm. mm -hmm. and then I was like I don't know if this is actually making me genuinely happy anymore mm. Um, and I always wanted to go, but like I had a long-term relationship that I was like, yeah, oh, like if I leave it, this is it. And yeah. I had the job and I was like going to like the senior level and stuff. And I was like, I can't leave now. And then just yeah. honestly, Erica, it was something in me. I think I started to listen to myself more. So instead mm. of like listening to everybody else and, you know, like my parents would have been like, the job is so important. My friends yeah. were like, oh my God, your boyfriend's perfect. He's like your soulmate, all this, all this stuff. And then I yeah. was like, okay, ha hang on. What, what actually, um, what I, what am I hearing right now? yeah um, oh. and yeah there were a few things I think I went to a psychic and I wouldn't recommend running to a psychic to like, <laughs> after all my questions but I did go to a psychic and she didn't she didn't tell me what was going to happen in the future like that's not the way she works but she very much so was like every like everyone's guiding you like they're all trying to send you signs will you yeah. for god's sake listen like open your eyes yeah. and I was like okay so started just to open my eyes and then I have never I have a a little note in my phone from the last time I stood on a beach in Ireland and it was like I wrote to myself like in five years time you're going to look back at this moment in your life and you'll know you made the right decision because you trusted yourself and it was just this inner knowing that and I kept saying to my mom I was like there's something in Bali like there's genuinely I don't know what it is like I don't want to live there uh, long term that's not it but yeah. I, was like, I got this real feeling that there's something in Bali and yeah, I don't know. I just honestly trust yourself. Trust your gut. It's never yeah. Wrong. It's never wrong. Yeah. Oh, I resonate. Yeah. I mean, like that overlaps like with my story too. And I feel like a lot of people are in different stages of this story because we, yes. it's like the things that you are like told that you're supposed to be doing, you're supposed to get there and this and that. And I actually, I considered myself 
pretty anti that from the get-go. Like I thought that I was like running the show and I thought that I was like living against the grain. I was like always like kind of super angsty, even as a kid asking a lot of questions and stuff. And, uh, but I also found myself in the same situation. Like I was with somebody that wasn't right. I was in a job that, you know, that also wasn't right in a city that wasn't right. And it was like, for me, it was like a buildup. And then it also like, I had the similar longing where like, I knew I was going to go on a long adventure, always dreamed about doing my own version of like eat, pray, love. I wanted to go and travel the world. Like once that, I, I swear to God, like once that book came out, I was like, someone just wrote my future. Like it literally feels <laughs> like it was, I'm sure so many people feel the same way, but like, and it's still a movie I put on. Like if I'm happy, if I'm sad, if I'm going through another change, like, uh, but, it's a comfort but, movie. oh, it is. And I'm like, yes, me too. And so like, I always dreamt about doing this journey, but again, it was like things that like, well, I can do that because of this. Like I'm you know, I'm in this relationship, I'm in this job, then those fell away, you know, those went away for me. Then I bought a house with my sister, then I had the house. Yeah, we renovated that in like New York. And so like, I moved from like New York City to Long Island on the beach. And then it was like, almost like a dream that like, I almost like didn't know that was there. Like I, we always pictured ourselves being like 80 having a house together and like living like our golden girl's dream you know <laughs> and I swear like so then once those things fell away in like 2020 and we were like I was in an opportunity to be like okay what do I want my life to be created as and we were like fuck it let's just get the house now and so we were in an opportunity where like then we had the house that we were renovating our best friend moved in with us and it was like perfect for what it was but then, and reparent, perfect for reparenting ourselves of being able to like live together and stuff. Um, but also like it, it, it was another like weight where it was like, once I realized that had to go and once it did go, I was like, oh shit, like this is my time to shine. Like the house is gone. I have no attachments. I can, I can go. But I remember still having resistance of like, I don't know, that's kind of, that's probably not a good idea though. Like what's going to happen? You know, your like rational brain is just like, you know, trying to predict what can happen. And like, I think when you like further trust in yourself, I think that's what you had mentioned, just trusting yourself and like where you're guided and where you're led for whatever reason is like, is the key. So that's, yeah. 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 That's amazing. I know. Yeah. So it's that thing in yoga that we learn about, like you have to sometimes have it to drop it. And I genuinely think that's so true. Like sometimes you're not going to know unless yet yeah. you get the goal and then you're like, okay, actually, if I was attaching too much worth and identity and everything to it, it's, it's kind of, it's external. And I love, that was one thing I meant to say to you as well. I love the name of the podcast because I think uh, that's maybe one thing that did happen to me, like that mm. eternal expansion, but like it was expanders. Like I definitely met people. I started to like put myself yeah. in places where I met people who made me think that there might be more. So it was like yeah. really gradual, but like one conversation can change the whole way you view it. So oh, yeah, it can shift so your whole perspective of like even what's possible. Yeah, and that's and and I feel like we're always never like there, you know, like mm-hmm. we're we're an aspect of our soul now, but it's just like we're always expanding, like we're always, you know, there's always going to be another event that's going to keep pushing us to grow, which is like the whole point of you know yeah so yeah thank you I that yeah that name dropped in I was like yeah I I think that's it I think that feels good yeah that's amazing yeah and the conversations that you're having are hopefully maybe that for some people you know because it's definitely I listened to podcasts podcasts at the time that I was like oh I've never thought about it that way before yeah um yeah yeah definitely definitely it's amazing um yeah yeah, it's definitely not not a linear journey either now (laughs) oh no absolutely not and that's like um and we can see so much of that too of just like people's like highlight reels and stuff of like oh this is where they're at and you just like like you said you don't see those breakdown moments you know crying or this or that and like I I do my best even to share those aspects but even when you're in that space it's really difficult to even just get on the phone and be like this is what I'm going through it's like having having yeah um that like perspective of just like yeah it takes a lot of uh of those steps and those things to like fall away 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh gosh, so uncomfortable. Like I just had that with my van situation. I was just like, all right, I got to surrender to the time. Like it'll figure itself out. And then it dropped and then it did. So it was just like, yeah. Wow. So you, yeah. So like what, so then, okay. So you went on the the plane, you're in Mm -hmm. Bali. You did, uh, did you do yoga teacher training there or? Yes, yeah. I did my okay. YTT in Bali. Yeah. So it had been something on the list for a while. It's actually really funny because I would say I was completely logical and like <laughs> probably too prior to, to COVID maybe. Like I was a Pilates teacher and I was like, I'll never do yoga. Like, yoga doesn't make sense to me. Like Pilates is yeah. 34 moves. You teach it. You know what most of us are doing yoga. No, <laughs> And then somewhere along the way, I was like, this actually really helps with my mental health. So I'm going to stop giving out, like, I'm just going to stop giving it shit and just go with it. And then, yeah, I don't know, at some point I was like, I think it was really trying to look for something to look forward to during COVID. I was working in a hospice in Dublin during the first year of COVID and I really, really struggled. Yeah. Like that was probably my moment, I would say, but I just needed something to look forward to. So myself and my best friend started looking up courses like different yoga teacher trains across the world or whatever I could have done one in Dublin like semi-online I was just like no something about Bali I had been to India um volunteering when I was in college and I was like no mm. I'll go back to India someday but not to do yoga so yeah I found yeah. this one in Bali so I went to Bali did that and then um it was amazing stayed a, stayed a few extra weeks and then went traveling in Southeast Asia was yeah. not meant to go back to Bali but sure of course I met I met somebody and ended ah. up he ended up just being a, a massive like we talked about expanders but he really was he was just this like I don't know this like masculine that I just like obviously you attract in what you're putting out a lot of the time and I think maybe before that I was putting out like this maybe meeker weaker come and save me vibe um, um, yeah while this time it was more like no you're going to meet me where I'm at like I'm quite strong and masculine but you can be strong and feminine and mm-hmm. yeah it just really brought me into that it was like why wouldn't you run a retreat why wouldn't you like fly back to Bali and do breath work and like breath work ended up changing my life like it literally yeah. I can't describe it. it was that I said I actually meditated on I did breath work on it to see would I go back to do breath work um and one of the things was like, do I really want to do this or should I go? And it was just like, yes, like go back to Bali, do this. I got I got a ping to like not book the flight to New Zealand. Mm. And everyone else was going. So my friends were moving on. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to be left on my own. And then I had this realization like, shit, I'm going back to Bali on my own this time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then I just, I was like, okay, let's just do it. Like if I've gotten that idea, he was gone back to Ireland. So I was like, this is probably never going to happen again um it's not about him but maybe he was just the push I needed in the right direction so I went back did it and then just started started practicing he flew back out we flew back to Thailand together just now we're living together in Sydney it's so weird the way things happen but like it just I suppose I couldn't have ever predicted you know where where people are setting goals and like it's all like yeah I'm gonna do this this and this I actually just don't do anything I'm like let's just let it happen because I have no idea what's around the corner yeah and that is how it all unfolded honestly it was like just waiting I would do something I'd be like do I really like that would I go further into that tried every healing modality under the sun I was like let's just see like what comes up and not being afraid anymore of what came up was really interesting for me because I think in the past I probably wouldn't have done some of them because I'm like oh no I'm too afraid of what might come up but yeah surrender you used the word there before surrendering to it and just being like okay let's let's just see so yeah that Uh, was the Bali journey (laughs) yeah I, I like that a lot that you had said where you're not making specific goals because I mean I feel like that's also how I mean obviously we have to direct our energy where we want to go. Um, mm-hmm. But we can do that in so many different ways instead of just being like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And it honestly, like when I had removed that um, for me, it was just like, it opened up, like you said, like so many more possibilities that you couldn't even plan. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I couldn't even, you just can't predict when you start to, when you really start to trust your gut and your intuition and wherever you're excited, you literally do not know where you're going. Like it just is bound to be aligned and exciting and fully expansive because like, Mm -hmm. it's just so much more than what you could ever, you know, 
drum up on your own because you don't really know yet. Like you're in a, yeah. such a different state, I think, like currently now until you start following those things and then you open up to these new different levels. And I feel like it unlocks different perspectives and different opportunities that you wouldn't even think about creating, uh, you know, when you're sitting down trying to figure out like, oh, what's my life goals for this next year? You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally magic though. It's like yeah. once you start and once you start trusting it and then just letting go, it's like, I have honestly feel, I feel like I've jumped about 10 timelines and it's now gone into like a different speed. I'm like, what is that slow down? <laughs> I'm like trying to keep my head above water but I genuinely feel like that sometimes I'm like what happened it was like someone just put yeah. the foot on the throttle and now I'm like oh god but it's it's amazing um, and I always say there is definitely latent period there's like this period of build-up you know like magic dark I know people talk about magic dark and I definitely felt my magic dark when it was happening I was like I like I have journal entries where I'm like why is there so much resistance yeah. I'm like why can I not break through whatever this is? And I just, I, like we said, it's just this inner knowing, trusting your intuition. It is going to happen when I'm ready for it. And mm -hmm. that's, that's literally, I like had to meet the right people. I had to like put myself in uncomfortable positions that that was mm -hmm. going to happen. So I think it's like, I just maybe the one thing that I would say changed for me is instead of like running from fear, started running towards it. I was like, okay, this mm -hmm. is what I'm afraid of reason let's just like explore that let's not always run towards the light airy stuff like run towards stuff that actually scares the shit out of me the um, sticky stuff yeah 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 because yeah. I think I that in, yeah I think uh that in turns just like those things that we're so scared of either aspects of ourselves uh things of our past or memories we're trying to avoid or even like, uh, you know, situations that you're like, oh, I would really like to do that. But like, that scares me. Like, I feel like those pieces are like those keys or those like things that drop in where like, that's where the up level happens or like, that's mm -hmm. where you reach in and you pull <laughs> what you have, you know, uh, in you and, and, and just like, yeah, face it head on, which um, takes a lot of like courage, time and patience and just, all right, let's just let's just go towards that. Okay. And I think that's where you said like breath work has such a huge, um, you know, ability to like help us move through those feelings and like move them out of the body. Cause like, I feel like fear gets stuck into our body where like we'll lose our breath. We get really tense. Like we'll like, you know, try to avoid anything, but fear, but feeling that again. And I think mm -hmm. that's like such a cool tool that we can like use, like literally it's our breath, you know, that we can so move things through. Yeah. Mm, um, yeah. Okay. I've definitely seen that as well. Like I've done breath work with hundreds of people at this point, but definitely for myself, like my own personal experience with it is your body always knows what it needs. So yeah, like sometimes subconsciously, unconsciously, like we just don't know because we're so caught up in our conscious mind. But I just find breath work. Sometimes I'll go in with an intention and I'll be like, okay, today I want to find an answer on this. And I would come out and it would be a completely different thing. It'd be like, let's go back to when you were five and you're this way now. But it's it's so intelligent. Like your body is so intelligent. Your yeah. subconscious knows. And on, it's a, like, I haven't made a decision, I would say in the last, we're coming up to a year, but I haven't made a decision in the last year that I haven't done like either meditation or breath work on because yeah. it is that connection to myself it is like that in like we have so much wisdom it's just we don't give yeah. ourselves the chance most of, well a lot of people don't give themselves a chance yeah yeah totally. um, so yeah yeah could you talk a little bit more of that like resistance that you had talked about uh mm. you mentioned before where it's like when you felt that or was it in the something that you knew you were here to do something but resisted like I kind of maybe expand more on that and then how you kind of moved through that. Because I think mm. that that definitely was just like, we need to talk about that a little bit more because I think that's, yeah. that's a huge thing that people move through. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it comes in different forms for different people at different times in their lives. So like, there's definitely, there was definitely like little moments where I was like, Oh, there's something, there's a, there's a big block coming. Like I knew I was going to, do you ever just know you're going to go through it? Like before yes. it happens. Oh like, no. <laughs> it's definitely coming. But I, I think it probably really started like this whole journey started for me. The summer I finished college, I mm. went to Canada for the summer. And at that time I was still with that 
boyfriend like that longer term relationship and I was head over heels like I was probably a little bit codependent Mm. and I just so badly needed validation from other people I just really don't think I was that happy with myself overall Mm -hmm. and I was constantly searching for like what I needed to be and like all of this it just it it got like it, it probably came to its pinnacle at that point and then we ended up breaking up that summer when I went to Canada Mm-hmm. And he said something to me that I'll never forget. <laughs> but he was like, you you need to go and learn how to love yourself. Because, uh, like, he's like, I can love you, but it's not going to be enough. Like, you're going to have to go and do this for yourself. So I sat with myself that summer yeah. in Canada. I remember being, like, down on the beach, had no SIM card in my phone. So I would, like, sit on the beach and just stare at the water. I'd just be staring. I was like, who the, like, who am I? What am I going to do? I'm going to go back. I'm going to have to get a real job. Like, I don't know how to be an adult. And all of these things were just coming at me. And then that summer, we ended up losing a really close friend. And I ended up losing a family member and came home and like funeral and all of that. But it probably was that moment where I had been sitting all summer being like, oh, who am I and what do I want? And then I lost somebody who was the same age, you know, had the same goals, the same life dreams. And it just made me think like, oh, God, this is not... A given this is not guaranteed there's like you know there's definitely a like a finality and a fragility to it and yeah. unless I take time now and really figure this out so I went home and I was like to myself right we're gonna we're gonna go on this journey whatever it is start small I think I started with I definitely started with reading so I think the very first book my mom gave me it's by an Irish author he's called Dr Harry Barry it's called Emotional Resilience so it's like the first like self-help book that I properly yeah. read and then I went to work in palliative care. So it was like my very first job. And I think mm. that summer had like prepped me a little bit, but not prepped me enough. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I didn't have the resilience for it. I, I loved my job and I thought it was honestly, it's one of the greatest gifts to get to spend the end of somebody's life with them and to be a part of that. Yeah. But I was just taking on so much of the grief and mm. I started to just get really, really caught up in it. And I couldn't see, like, I couldn't see hope anymore. I was like, everything is so hopeless. Like, that we we're all, we're all just going to die. Like, what's yeah. the, you know, like I got into that frame of mind and then there was really right. unfair circumstances where it might be somebody my age who came in or, you know, like a mom with like two kids and we'd be like organizing picnics for her last weekend. And I was like, I can't, I, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And then COVID happened and I was like, I can't do much more. Yes. But I was in there and nobody was moving jobs. Nobody, like I really liked it. I wasn't going to give up. And I did have a moment. So I actually, no, I, I lie. It wasn't like I wasn't going to move jobs. No, I was applying for jobs. <laughs> and I got given two job offers or two job interviews, sorry. And they were both like Thursday and Friday. And honestly, I think it was the universe's way of going like, no, you're going through this. We're going to help you through this. I ended up having to get my appendix out. So I missed both jobs, like both job interviews. And I remember at the time thinking like, why? Like, no, I cannot do this. Then I got offered another job, which fell through because of COVID. They were like, no, you're staying where you are. And I had this moment genuinely of sitting at home and I was like, no, somebody's just like, you're going to go, like, you have to, you have to learn to like build resilience through this. There is some learning in this for you. Um, and honestly, yeah, like it was a ma- like I, I felt a massive amount of resistance, like getting out of it almost. But then I was like, right, what? be honest what I learned was like it's not my grief today but I learned how to hold space so I learned how to like hold you in your your sadness in like your hopelessness and not let it become mine and that like I can hold a safe space and I would have a lot of open conversations about death and dying that people would say what they were experiencing before they died so maybe someone coming to them people coming to the end of the bed like that was all very normal conversations and I started to be like whoa at like 23 I'm having conversations that I didn't think I'd have until I was like you know about to go myself um and yeah then it just I was like I'm sure I've done this for a reason let's just find out so stuck at it for another year and then after COVID felt like I honestly could I could handle any conversation right now and it, it just it led me into everything else it led me into more of the trauma stuff like into the trauma field um like having hard conversations not being afraid to hold space for people and not absorbing it and yeah there was probably a lot of resistance at the time from like a 
I maybe wanted out, but it was like, you're not getting out of this. You're going to, you're going to stick it out until we, we know that you've learned the lesson. So yeah, it was, it was a bit of a mad time. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean so much. And like, even if we're not at the current space where like we want to be, or, you know, uh, you're in that, in that job and you're like, what does this mean? Why am I here? It's like, it's so interesting how like, I mean, hindsight 2020, right? But like, yeah, it's so interesting when we're able to look back at those moments, like look at how you're able to like hold such beautiful space for the containers that you get to create now and help people move through these emotions through breath work and movement and all this stuff. And it's like, you can't like holding space like that because I, I know exactly, you know, um, the situations and conversations and feelings that you must have felt because I felt that also as a healthcare provider, also Mm -hmm. working in COVID, you know, in, in one of the ICUs and stuff. And I was right, right in it, um, in uh, New York city. So it was like death and dying and, and how actually short we have here on earth at this moment in time becomes so real and so like in your face and it is it's such a practice to be able to like okay this is your experience and I'm helping you through this experience but I'm not like bringing it on for myself and I feel like the majority of like you know everybody that I have you know so far talked to and even in my experience it's like through that experience that you learn that and like Mm -hmm. learn the boundaries and learn what it's like to like meet people where they're at and like learn to have those, you know, conversations or just, I had, I I had started to learn where it was just like, I actually really didn't need to say much of anything. It was just literally just being there listening, holding space for these people and like letting them just kind of like talk it out and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, uh, it seems like no mistake that you were there to be able to learn how to hold that space to even further on, you know, what you're doing now and creating and the containers that you are that's just such a beautiful journey so far wow and you too yeah you too yeah. And I love what you said there it's like you don't as as somebody holding space you don't need to have any answers like everyone has their own answers it's just right. can you just let them feel safe enough to go there um yeah yeah guide yeah them I, there. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and like that's the art of it. But I actually had a breathwork session. That was probably one of like the nicest moments. And um, when I went back to Bali just before I left, I had one final breathwork session, and in it, like every patient I ever had came back, and they were like, mm. "You did it! You did it! You used it!" And I was like, "What the hell?" But they had told me things that stuck with me. Like I have like really vivid memories from a lot of the patients that I was like, oh my God, like lock this in. This is like life advice. Yeah. Um, and yeah totally. Like, you know, they were all like, it's you know, like some of my favorite was just some of my favorites were like, there was one man in particular who he was just a character. Like everyone loved him. He'd be in and out of the hospice all the time. He had like a chronic condition. But coming up towards the end, he was like, this, this is the last one. Like I know it's the last admission. And you go in and you just sit with him. And he was like, oh, like Kiva, it's it's about the love and the loss. It's about like the the fear, the highs, the lows, the joy. It's all of that. It's not about the car. It's not about the money. It's not about the house. Nobody gives a shit about that in the end. He's like, let me tell you if I could go back and have my time again, I wouldn't change a thing because that's what I prioritized. It was the people and the love and the, the like the peaks and the troughs and I was like okay so stop worrying about like putting money towards mortgage and just go and enjoy yeah. it because oh yeah that's yeah. yeah that's um I have the same uh one of the same uh similar quote um kind of, I guess experiences where like you have those things that stick with you and it's almost mm-hmm. like no choice like it was just like <laughs> oh, that was like definitely meant for me. Like I needed that mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. And even we have, even if someone's like, oh, I don't work in healthcare. I don't have this experience. Like you can have these experiences even when you're listening to podcasts, when you're in a conversation, like that's, I think such a powerful way that we kind of can miss um, like our guidance speak through other people. And like, mm-hmm. if it's coming to you being like, oh, interesting, that was actually for you. Like that's speaking through them for you. And yes. I had the same moment where I was like, 
Hi, it was also an older gentleman. And he, I actually got this quote, like a version of this quote, like tattooed because it was so powerful for me. And yeah, that's just how like, I, you know, like to mark different stages. And um, it was just basically saying that I'm here at this age and you're here, you know, being so young, I have so much ahead of you. And just like that, you're going to be here saying the same thing to somebody else so much younger than you. And so it was like this perspective of how things can shift so quickly and how, you know, time is so crazy where it's just like, he was just in such this short little powerful statement. It was just like, you gotta live, you gotta live it. You gotta just live it to the fullest. However you are guided and feel all those emotions and yeah, ride that wave. And it was just like, he just like took me back. I remember I was I don't even think I was a nurse yet. I think I was a nurse's aide and I was just like, Oh my God, this is, this is intense. Like, <laughs> like what, like 17 or something being like, okay, dude. But like it kept replaying over and mm-hmm. it stuck with me and it, it, and it, the quote, like the shorter version of the quote found me, you know, a year or two after. And I was like, Oh my God, this is what he was talking about. And wow. uh, yeah. So it's just, it's incredible how like those, pieces will will come through um you know through other people's stories and that's why like I love having these conversations and even the interviews that uh in conversations I have even on on my platform like they expand me also so it's just like mm-hmm. this continuous uh sharing of stories of of how we're able to you know help each other and help each other just uh be able to like even love more and understand and um see what else is out there for us you know so absolutely. yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. it's so i know yeah. perspective shifter you know it's like like someday yeah. this is going to be you and like what are you going to what what wisdom are you going to impart on the world in your moment yeah 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 so as so you were in bali how did you get to australia then so you were planning on doing new zealand new zealand like yes. what, what was that journey? How'd you get to where you are like working now? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, New Zealand had always been the plan. I've been doing that application to work there as a physio for the last two years. <sighs> and a lot of my friends, so a lot of physios are in New Zealand. So a lot of my friends okay. are there. A lot of my friends were going there and I don't know. Now, do you know the way they say sometimes psychics say things that may sway you? And I definitely was like, nope, nope, like she's wrong. But she was like, you say New Zealand, I say Australia, but I say, like, I'm telling you, you need to go back to America for something. And I was like, "Mm, okay, we'll see. And then we were in Bali. I hadn't made a decision yet. So I knew I was going to Thailand, back to Thailand for another six weeks. It was like conferences and stuff on. And then the decision had to be made by what we were going to do. And a lot of our Bali friends had come here. Um, But still, I was like, no, my God, like I have a lot more friends out in New Zealand and I don't know I was like there is genuinely something that's like don't go and do what you think you should do just do something different Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. honestly like the the community out here in Sydney that are like looking for things to connect and to expand and to heal and all of that it is like another level like I don't know when I don't know definitely in Ireland anyway it's really hard to bring up some of that stuff. Like yeah. there's definitely an, a, a, like a community there, but it's expanded across the country. While here, I always laugh. It's like every Irish person between the age of like 23 and 33 is currently living between Bondi and Kuji. So it's like, like a compact, like, you know, what is it? Like six kilometer stretch. That's just so, it's not hard for people to come to stuff. And they're trying it so I've had a lot of people come and be like that was my first experience of something like that like you know it was eye-opening it was ever and I'm like yeah like there's so much more you're obviously just like dipping your toe in that's great but just there's there's more opportunity for that so not saying it wouldn't have happened in New Zealand I'm sure there is a great community in New Zealand as well and I would definitely love to go but I just think again it was like listening to that inner guidance it was like no and it was very much so Sydney and not Melbourne because I was like torn between the two um now I do have a really good friend Orla who also was like you're coming to Sydney but it all worked out in the end so yeah and it was almost like we were meant to be here I don't know if you've heard of everybody like struggling to get houses and like 
you know, a few physios have been like to me, it hasn't been that easy to get jobs and that their registration took a long time to come through. And honestly, mm. it was like that removal of resistance. I was like, oh, this stuff is all happening really easily. Ah. It's like, we got we got a house that was furnished that was taken away from us. And I was like, oh no, we're going to be homeless in a week. And we ended up getting one better. Um, jobs were the same. It was like, I waited, I waited, I waited to see, did I like it? And then ended up getting jobs that suited. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah. just leave it up. They like, like we said, ride the wave, leave it up to everything else, yeah. surrender to it, and it will come to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. Okay. So that's what, where you're here now. So, what about your, um, your own business and what are you, mm -hmm. what talk about your retreat and things that you do um, to support people outside of, um, you know, working uh, there? Yeah. So when I was traveling, I pretty much was trying to put together, I have this real problem with like having so many different interests and things on the go that I couldn't really like combine everything for a long time. I don't yeah. know if you struggle with that. I feel like oh, the manifesting, 100%. I like manifesting generators in the world. Oh, I just had this conversation with somebody. It was like, I'm a gem, I'm a generator. But, yeah. Um, the when like I map out like my business, like it's a manifesting generator. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. But like, I also operate as a manifesting generator. I feel like sometimes because I do, I have so many interests that I love and then I'll dabble with them and be like, Ooh, I'll go over here. I'll go over here. And I'm like, if you just stick with one, you'll be really good at one, you know? And like, sometimes like I shame myself for like all the interests that I think that I'm like, that I like want to do. Um, but yeah. And then, but I know that I'm like a true generator because once I do find something that like I'm I'm loving like all day and night like just <laughs> like I just want to keep really? working and working yeah and it gives me I have to literally just like force myself to like shut the computer down like it's enough like you need to sleep you need to rest but yeah I definitely resonate with like um having so many interests and then having yeah. been like I really need to like simplify I know. Confusing for me, like let alone somebody else. <laughs> no, I'm not. People ask you what you do, and you're like, "Oh, here we go." <laughs> uh, you're like, "Okay, elevator pitch coming, like loading." Yeah. You're like, "Ah, oh, I don't know." <laughs> yeah, but it de like it's definitely a little bit of that. So I was trying yeah. to like bring everything together, uh -huh. and to be fair, it was like people that I was surrounding with. I think Eilish had a big part as well. She would have read my design in the very beginning. And yeah, she does before I left. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. amazing. And I was uh, booked before yeah. I left Ireland. She did that. So she was actually, she's been a big expander in my life for sure. She pops up everywhere. I laugh. Like Eilish was one of those people that universe sent to be like, you two have a contract, a contract that you have to see out. Because the first time I met her, I ended up, like I would continually meet her everywhere. So it was like she was running the first ever women's circle that I went to. But within that week, she was on like this coaching call that I was on. Then I yes. like signed up to this Monday morning yoga. There was only eight of us on that. She was on it as well. Yes. Then I went to like a talk in Dublin. She was there. And I was like, what? I don't know this girl. And she's everywhere. Oh my and then when God. I went, oh, she was uh, like literally for the space of like, Eight she weeks. must operate that way. Her, we're gonna have to talk to her because her soul must operate that way because that's what happened to me and how I connected with, with her. <laughs> so like, okay, so I uh, once I first landed in Bali, I was like, okay, how do I meet people? Like, this is like this is my first time, like solo in another country for like a long term. And so like, so I hopped on like a Chengu uh, girls like chat or something. And then I like weirdly connected to this other girl. We were planning to hang out, but then we didn't hang out. And then I ended up meeting her through another friend. And I'm like, wait a minute, you look familiar. Like, did we connect on Instagram or something? Then like that lined up. And then she, I actually missed the post on like the, the Facebook group. And then that girl sent me over her women's uh, circle new moon thing. She was just like, hey, I think that you might be interested in this and I was like oh yeah this is like right up my alley so I went with her and that's how I at first time I saw Ailish and she was running the tree I didn't think anything of it like we all connected on like Instagram group and and then it was like uh two days later I was like man I really should get back to Kundalini Yoga that's what first started my journey and so I was like all right I'll have to find a studio or whatever literally the next day I'm walking on the beach and she is like, 
I didn't even see her coming, but she, I see this lady like running up towards me and I'm like, oh, hi. And, and I was like, oh my God, from the circle. She's like, yeah. <laughs> so, and then she literally just like, yeah, I'm doing Kundalini in the morning. I was like, oh, uh, okay. That's my invitation. Cause I already no. like, yeah. I was like, oh, I'd love to go with you. And she's like, yeah, actually I'm, I'm doing this teacher training uh, in India too. And I was like, this is super weird if I ask for the link because maybe I'll <laughs> join you. I was literally just trying to think like, oh, what's my next like country? What's my next plan? Like what's, next move? Yeah. what's my next move? Yeah. Trying not to force anything. I was like, please just give me a sign of where to go. And literally it was like Kundalini country. And, and I looked and I was like, okay, cool. So like the next morning we went to Kundalini yoga and um I like looked at the website. I was like, actually, yeah, I was like, yeah, this 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 resonates. And so um, yeah, so then I like went to India with her, but I I only met her like maybe two or three times in Bali. And then we just totally hit it off, you know, and when we were in India, met another, you know, just such good honestly, my biggest takeaway from like that that Kundalini course was just the people. Like the the people that I connected with within the course from all over was just like huge expanders for me. And then yeah, so hopefully I'll I'll see her again this this week or next oh. week. We're gonna link together. But that she popped up with me the same way. I'm like she honestly, <laughs> she honestly is here to like yeah. everywhere, everywhere for that period of time. And then I left. I she read my human design before, and it was the first time someone had given me permission to be like you're meant to have all these interests and it's okay to not yeah. finish them and to just go with it. And I was like, what? So then I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to hold back anymore. I'm just going to yeah. absolutely go for it. And then when we decided to run the retreat, it was originally meant to be in September. And I was like, oh, I would love somebody to teach like dance at it, like dance therapy, mm-hmm. like Ailish's mm-hmm. Dance to Heal. And like myself and the girl I was running the retreat with at the time, we were thinking about it. And I was like, oh, you know, there is a girl from Ireland who, if we had the budget, I would love to fly out. And at the time, Viviana was like, yeah, fly her out, no problem. Like, we probably have it in the budget. So I texted Ailish to be like, hey, um, would you be available in September to come on this retreat and teach a, like, dance to heal class? And she was like, no need to fly me. My flight is booked. Like, I hadn't been talking to her. She was like, yeah. my flight is booked. I was like, no, no, it's so weird. So then she was uh... like, no, I'll come out. Of course, I'll work at your retreat. I was like, amazing. And yeah. she was coming out and I kind of knew what flight she, I was like, no, I knew what day she was flying. Yeah. She had obviously heard all about like my new partner. She, like I had told her about him and I had told him about her, like this exact story that was so strange that we met and like, it was all coincidental. Yeah. And then they, the names are called out for the flight and it's like, can Amos Doyle please come? And he turns and they're sitting beside each other on the plane. And I was like, no, you are everywhere. In my Stop life. it. Oh my God. That's so wild. I actually Stop was the there trip. with her. Um, she was so excited um, because it was just so right. She like, I was there with her when she like got the news that like she was going to be hosting with you. And she was just like, yes perfect I was like oh this is brilliant so yeah um if anybody is listening being like who the hell is Ailish (laughs) I I did interview her she's on episode 23 so if you want to um take a listen to her that's um that is the episode that her interview's on but yeah so now you guys are holding a beautiful retreat in Bali in April April yeah 19th 25th of April we have one spot left and I'm like there is there is one person who's going to come along and be like yeah yeah, I'll be like yeah you were meant to be here um yeah so that is on and like we were talking about today I think myself and Ailish have both been on healing journeys and I love I love how different Ailish is to me as well like she brings all the things I don't have and I just I look at her and I'm like, oh my God, you are just like this walking <laughs> beam of light, but she's fantastic. So yeah. she she's going to teach like Kundalini yoga, dance, then obviously all the meditations. And then I'm on yoga, breath work. We've lots of people coming in to do sound healing. We've like talks from life coaches. We have like guidance yeah. counselor, therapeutic boxing. To be honest, we've gone not every healing modality suits everyone. So let's just give yeah. everyone a taster of something and let yes. them decide what lands, what sits for them, because it's going to be different. Um, oh, that's, so that's what really what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. I'm really, really excited. Now I'm watching it come together and I'm like, what? 
<laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> like, look at this magic you created, you know, like, yeah. wow, incredible. Yeah. And right. I think that's so important to note too, because I mean, there, and that's what can be overwhelming when people go through this, like, awakening or like healing path where you're like, okay, I'm ready. Like I've just realized all these things and I want to switch up and change. And there's so many things out there that you can do that can help you. And not everything is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to try every medicine modality, you know, situation. It'll sometimes usually find you keep trying. Yeah. I always say like, just like keep trying it out, feeling out what works will work. And then you don't, mm-hmm. you know, and then just go from there. But I know that like when I first started this journey, like my journey mostly started from like personal development, not necessarily like uh, from like a healing space, but I was mm-hmm. just like, I want to be better kind of thing. And mm-hmm. uh, so that kind of led me on my own trajectory. But yeah, even that, it was like so many things where you can kind of feel overwhelmed to do or try. So I like that you have just like a little bit of of everything for, you know, people to kind of taste test to be like, okay, I like that. Or this had something for me there. And I think that's uh, important to note for people too, to like, you know, it will all resonate and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like that, I think one of the most important things for me and Ayla, like we both talked about it is like, when you're on that journey you don't need somebody to tell you necessarily like like we were saying earlier like you don't need to have the answers for them you just need the space to be held and like that's what we are that's our goal here is just to hold a safe space mm-hmm. and then let the magic happen itself because it always does but yeah like both myself and age would say that we've been on retreats where maybe like it's like I'm here and you're here and I'm talking yeah. down to you like this is what you should be doing and I just really don't love that dynamic yeah so I want it to be more about like an inward journey like an opportunity to explore yourself so yeah and that's a lot of like what I would say my coaching is as well is more around like like I've I've obviously done the physio side of it and I've worked with people with like chronic conditions and chronic pain and like you can you can do all the physical healing in the world like you can Mm -hmm. you know train the joint or like you can try and get stronger and that is amazing and it definitely works to a certain level but I was just finding like a blockade it's like we just Mm -hmm. can't get past this part because I'm not letting you go there I'm not like I'm not asking you know is there something more I'm not and you might ask it, but then you don't have the tools to help them through it, is what I mm-hmm. found kind of traditionally. So I suppose I kind of took that, like, you know, obviously knowledge of your anatomy and knowledge of like rehab and training and pain, but take it and try and make it that bit more holistic. So it's like, okay, well, if you did manage to like regulate your nervous system, for example, with so many kind of chronic conditions that were just chronically stressed, we're mm. chronically wound up and don't know how to regulate and your breath is magic, your body is magic, but you have to know, you have to be given the tools and given the opportunity and feel safe to go there because the biggest thing is most of us are walking around never feeling safe, constantly in that stress response. So yeah, I've kind of seen like a whole different world and I would have been the most logical most cynical person when I started out in college I was like if it doesn't have a scientific paper it doesn't make sense and now I'm like I love the science I'm still an absolute like nerd for it but I also love learning that people themselves have so much magic and so much wisdom and you can spout all the scientific research at them but like where the true healing happens is when you learn to heal yourself go on your own journey and you just sometimes need like I said an expander or somebody there to facilitate that for you or to hold space for you so yeah hopefully the retreat is that um yeah yeah. 100% I think that's so important because we yeah we want to rationally like understand even like well how does it work or like how would I you know we want to just like think it through and I think sometimes Mm -hmm. science is so important and usually probably behind a lot of the times on things that we are starting to know. So yeah. when you are, when you're seeing in real lifetime, how people are like interacting and where the, the, uh, the shifts are happening and the changes are happening and you have no really explanation for it other than like, okay, this is just magic. You know, we don't know exactly what's happening scientifically because we don't know. doesn't mean it's not happening. It's just that we don't have maybe the exact you know, um, studies or language for it yet, you know, I think it will always come. 
a little bit yes. later and we're like, oh yeah, that's what was happening. But yeah. So how would, um, so if someone wants to work with you during, uh, with those, uh, tools or in that container, how does that kind of look? Do you just do, uh, in-person sessions or do you have a coaching container or, um, if someone's like, oh, I vibe with this, like, how could I work with her? Yeah. So um, the way I was running it when I was traveling was mostly obviously online. So six or 12 week programs or containers. And now it's a little bit in person, a little bit online, but I try and bring in everything. So a lot of people, I was finding a lot of what I was attracting was probably people with like chronic pain or chronic illness. And obviously we would like separate the physio from more of like that holistic side but trying to bring it all together so you would have like access to a private breathwork session and then you would have like your yoga practices maybe some pilates if that's what you needed from a physio perspective then you would have like meditations and I was trying to just give a program that had everything that somebody if I was on that journey and I needed that guidance so then you'll have like a check-in once a week and then you have access to kind of support along the way um, but yeah, so like most people book a consultation call first and then we chat around whether, you know, I'm the right fit or whether it's what they, they need at this time. Um, mm-hmm. And then we go from there. So it's all very much so around what people need and, you know, how I can best serve that for them. And then I really wanted to create community with it. So like yeah. a lot of then the, the people who have gone through the program go into like the group chat and that. And then it's like monthly. We do like monthly moon circles online and breath works and yeah it's not like anybody knows who like who's done coaching and who hasn't but I think they're probably getting to know the familiar faces but yeah uh, yeah yeah, it's lovely and it's just I suppose that you're not then left off that there is something afterwards that you can always like check in or if you need it if you need to reach out for a private that's always an option as well so yeah yeah, I'm still running coaching I have very limited spaces at the minute because obviously I'm working in person here as well but after the retreat hoping to pick it up a little bit more again so um yeah just giving people that opportunity because I know obviously everyone's not here in Sydney with me but yeah um yeah it's been an amazing way to connect with people like I never thought I'd be able to work online um and it worked surprisingly well so I think just once you have internet connection and <laughs> you're willing to like and chat through step us. out of your own way yeah right yeah, oh, yeah wonderful. exactly exactly yeah awesome and where can uh people connect with you I'll put all the links below but um just so that they can hear uh where to connect with you uh what platform you like to hang around the most yes yeah so I would say I probably mostly answer my emails and Instagram DMs so my Instagram is the mindful physio underscore and then my website is the mindfulphysio.com. So yeah, nice and easy. Um I always check my email. So I would always say to people, email me if I'm not replying. because yeah. uh, I do sometimes take Instagram hiatus. So definitely need it with social media. Yeah. For sure. Hand. You have to like recenter to again to yourself, which I think is so important. Um, yes, it's well, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's good. And then the retreat is over on soulwaveretreats.com. Yeah, Perfect. Look that one, one last spot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, one more. I know. I'm not pushing it. I'm leaving it. I'm surrendering. I'm like, yeah. I watch it. I'm sure it'll even like drop in last minute and be like, all right, that's what that was for you. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah that's honestly, so cool. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks so much. Are do you have any other little tidbits that you want to leave for people or um, anything that's popping up uh, to carry us home? nice to carry you home I think probably the theme of this has been like trusting yourself I think if you are at that point and you feel like like I do think magic dark is a hard time but it's actually when you look like you said when you look back it, like there's magic in it it may yeah. be darkness but one thing I always say to myself is like you are one step away like you could be standing right on the edge but you have to trust yourself to take that step and like that in itself is an inward journey it's like that you know your intuition is your your trust muscle like you have to build it um but yeah like know that you could be one step away you just have to believe in yourself and trust yourself enough to take it take the leap um and yeah you don't you don't have to know how it's going to work out there's so much magic and uncertainty and and risk and fear so yeah yeah yes. that's probably my my parting wisdom now um, I love that yeah, I think, oh, that's that's such a good piece to leave on. I, I love oh, that so much. Yes, <laughs> I totally agree. And yeah, it's just like letting that 
unknown unfolds and like trust that like we don't ever really know what's happening. So the more that you can lean into that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that we get to expand into that magic even, even more, but exactly. Yay. exactly. Thank you so Yay. much for being here and thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for, for yeah. Yeah. And everybody take a look at her page. If you're interested in the retreats by the time this is published, um, there's one spot. So we'll see if we have availability there. If not, you can always connect to her, on her Instagram, to her email, to uh, check her out. So, yes. Thank you so much, Erica. Yeah, thank you. I hope you felt the magic from this episode. And if you did, I would love if you were to share it with any friends or family you think it would resonate with. I'm also on Instagram and TikTok at erica.eternalexpansion. So please send me a message if you enjoyed this and you would like more episodes like this. I'm sending you lots and love and light your way. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.